welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. In the following three episodes, I will dive deeper into the topic of burnout. I want to explore with you what burnout actually is, how we can find out if we're burnt out or not, and what does it mean to be burnt out? What are the consequences? And how do we get better? How can we recover from burnout and make sure to not fall back into it again? So stay tuned. Is this a question that you asked yourself before? Am I burnt out? I never really did until I was diagnosed with burnout and had to take time off work to recover. I think that I shied away from asking myself this question. I did not want to hear the honest answer, but instead I kept working, working, working. I was afraid of calling it out for what it is, and I just did not know a lot about it and I had no clue what to do when you're burned out. So I denied it probably for years until my system said enough is enough. Maybe you ask yourself the same question and maybe like me you have reasons why you don't want to go there. Or maybe you have tackled your burnout already and have a better understanding of what changes helped you to recover from it. In the next three episodes I want to go deeper into the topic of burnout. A recent report from Indeed found that employee burnout is on the rise. 52% of all workers are feeling burnt out. This is up 9% from a pre-COVID survey. These numbers are concerning and are a good reason to start talking about burnout more openly. In this episode, we will start to understand what burnout is and how to recognize it. How can we find out if we are burnt out or not, right? In the following two episodes, we are looking at the consequences of burnout and how to recover from it. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you are not already, so you can listen to the next two episodes and get all the details you always wanted to have about burnout, especially if you think you might be burnt out. So let's start with actually understanding what burnout is. Like I said, I never really had a clue what it is And that's probably one of the reasons why I shied away from it, from my lack of understanding. Burnout was first identified by Herbert Freudenberger, a psychologist working at a substance abuse clinic in the 1970s in New York City. The definition he uses is a state of fatigue or frustration brought about by devotion to a cause, a way of living or relationship that failed to produce the expected reward. That was the first definition out there in the world that described burnout. Then there is a later description of Christina Maslach, an American social psychologist and psychology professor at the University of California. She states in 1981 that burnout is different from exhaustion because with burnout there's a tendency towards exhaustion, cynicism, and a lack of effectiveness on the job, whereas someone who is exhausted will just have a hard time keeping up with the pace, but likely still feel good about what they're doing. 
Nowadays, the World Health Organization describes burnout as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. So anything that stresses you out at work for an extended period can potentially lead to burnout syndrome. When I describe my burnout now, I use words like not being able to cope anymore, not having the right boundaries, focusing too much on work and achieving my next goal, and not looking after myself and creating some kind of balance. I was very moody all the time and easily irritated by little things, well, <laughs> really by everything. I was frustrated with myself and could get upset quite easily as well with others. Looking back at it, I was hardly ever in a state of being content or happy with myself all my life. There was always something to be irritated, angry or upset about. But was I ever aware of what was happening to me? No. I know now that I was not working efficiently anymore or doing a great job. But that was very hard for me to identify when I was in the middle of it. I'm just able to see this now. I would procrastinate a lot and dread doing certain things or speak to certain people because I knew that it would upset or annoy me. So I started to drag out doing my tasks. Everything felt so heavy. But again, was I aware of what was happening? No. When I talk about it to others, I always say that I worked myself into the ground and my burnout for over 10 years, potentially for most of my adult life. And I think that's what makes you move from a period of high stress and exhaustion into burnout. The amount of time you stay in this state of existence. You never move out of stress and exhaustion. It just becomes your normal way of being. But it's everything but normal. If I look at the top symptoms for workplace burnout that the World Health Organization defines, it describes my symptoms perfectly. First, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Check. Second, increased mental distance from one's job or negative feelings towards one's career. Check. And the third one is reduced professional productivity. Check. This describes it perfectly for me. Of course, I built up to this over years and years of working too many hours and complaining about work on and off. I think the reduced productivity started to appear for me in the last six months before I decided to go and see a doctor. But don't get me wrong, I was never really aware of any of it, or I ignored it or denied it to myself. I thought this is just how it is supposed to be when you're working on your career and want to achieve something in your life. I never really thought that something was wrong with the way I lived my life and that I was making myself ill with my lifestyle. I think this is quite common these days and why more and more people end up with burnout. Because we are all in the same hamster wheel telling ourselves that this is how it works. It is about time we speak openly about burnout and start to inform ourselves and our loved ones so this does not become or stay our new way of being and working. 
Originally, burnout was discovered or described in people that work in the health industry and look after or treat other people. Now it has moved into all areas of work. But if we think about it, you can get burned out in all areas of your life. It does not just have to be at work or be caused through work. My burnout for sure came from my work and how I treated my job, how I made my career and my work my life, my priority number one. I would work two long hours. I had no work-life balance And most of my identity was based on my job and what I was doing. And you know what really did not let me open my eyes and accept that I was burned out? Fear. Fear of not knowing what that would mean to my life if I was burned out. What would happen to my career if I accepted it? Would I lose it? Would I need to leave my job and lose my income? What would happen to my life if I would not focus anymore on my career? Who would I be without my career? Does this resonate with you? Do you feel like you might be burned out but you're afraid to face it? Is the fear of the unknown of what would happen when you accept it holding you back from getting better? If so, you are not alone. I'm sure... This is another reason why many people ignore their unwell-being. Because they don't want to lose what they have worked so hard for. Is this not completely understandable? In the end, what got me to stop and accept it was my body. My body with its emotion just started to give up. I would start crying nearly every day because of a situation at work. I was so exhausted that I could not deal anymore with demands at work and I just did not know anymore what to do or how to get myself out of it. This is when my husband sat me down and said, either you are quitting your job now or you go and see a doctor. I knew I had to get help now. Quitting my job would not have been the solution. I know now that I would have just repeated the same behavior at another company or in another job. So I saw a doctor and was diagnosed with burnout. I will talk more about that time and my recovery in the next few episodes. Looking back at my own case, I can see that I was not open to accepting what was happening and that I was not well. I can imagine that happens for others that are already in burnout. People in our lives are so important to help us accept it and seek the help we need. I'm grateful that I had my husband who said these words to me that got me to stop. Who knows for how much longer I would have stayed in the hamster wheel and what else would have happened to me and my health as a consequence. Listen to the people in your life if they are trying to tell you that you're working too hard, that you need to relax more and that you need something else in your life other than work and your career. They might be right. Check in with yourself and try to be honest. And if you have a suspicion that you are burned out and are ready to accept it, seek help, either from a doctor or a therapist or coach specializing in burnout. 
I am so grateful that I finally faced the truth and dealt with my burnout. I would never want to go back and keep staying in that burnout state any longer than I already was. I know there is a fear of what might happen afterwards, but I truly believe that anything is better than living with burnout and ignoring it. That's not how we are meant to live our life. Please share this episode with anyone who would benefit from hearing this message. And make sure to listen to the next two episodes to find out more. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.